From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, February 1st, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Governor Mike DeWine's School Bus Safety Working Group released 17 recommendations to make getting to school safer for Ohio students. Mandating seatbelts on school buses is not one of them. ONN's Doug Petcash has more with the governor. The group examined factors including seatbelts, driver training, bus inspections, and more. It found that many bus drivers would like more professional development opportunities. Governor DeWine created the group in the fall after an elementary school student in Clark County died in a crash. One of the recommendations in the report is to make bus driver training more uniform throughout the state. The Ohio Department of Education and Workforce will begin developing a standardized curriculum for six hours of annual school bus driver training. Every school bus driver in Ohio bears the same responsibilities, so it makes sense that they should also have, all have the same quality training. The group determined seatbelts were not the best use of resources and would cost nearly $20,000 per bus. In Columbus, the murder trial is underway for a former Franklin County Sheriff's deputy who shot and killed a man three years ago as that man entered his grandmother's home one afternoon. Jason Mead has said Casey Goodson pointed a gun at him. Mead did not have a body camera. Caitlin Stevens is an attorney for Mead. He's got two children and a wife. And on December 4th, 2020, he faced every law enforcement officer's worst nightmare. Gary Schroyer is a special prosecutor in the trial. He cast doubt on the idea that Mead was fearful based on statements Mead made after the shooting. What he didn't say was... I was afraid. I was in fear for my life. I was in fear for someone else's life. Silence speaks louder than words, ladies and gentlemen. Goodson was shot once in the side and five times in the back. He did have a gun and a license to carry. Northeast of Columbus in the suburb of Westerville, police say a man has been charged with impersonating an officer. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Police say Brendan Conklin is out on bail after being arrested earlier this month and accused of impersonating a police officer. Investigators say on January 21st, Conklin unlawfully pulled someone over and his SUV was complete with sirens, a radio, dash cam, and even a mounted shotgun. Police say at the stop, he flagged down a Columbus police officer. He claimed to be off-duty and officers became suspicious. Westerville police say additional charges against Conklin are pending. I'm Tracy Townsend. Saturday marks one year since a Norfolk Southern train derailed and spilled hazardous chemicals in East Palestine, south of Youngstown. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown. Make no mistake, this derailment was preventable. The train barreled past sensors that raised the alarms, but Norfolk Southern didn't tell the crew to stop. The company is known to rush safety inspections, inspections that could help spare communities from disaster. He and Ohio Republican Senator J.D. Vance introduced rail safety legislation that still has not passed in Washington. The White House announced yesterday that President Joe Biden will visit East Palestine this month to talk to residents and business owners. A 25-year-old man from Kirtland, 20 miles northeast of Cleveland, has been arrested stemming from the attack on the U.S. Capitol three years ago. Here's ONN's Russ Mitchell. The Justice Department says Michael Picciucco, was seen entering the Capitol on its circuit TV footage. Body camera video then shows him inside the building, resisting police efforts to clear the hallways, trying to fight with an officer before leaving the rotunda. Once outside, Picchietto then damaged associated press media equipment. He faces felony charges, including civil disorder and several misdemeanors. I'm Russ Mitchell. 
In Northwest Ohio, a man who is suing Lucas County 911 over the murder of his wife is running for county commissioner as a write-in candidate. ONN's Melissa Andrews in Toledo has the story. Joey Crawford called 911 the day before she was killed by her daughter's ex to report the threat against her life. And the killer's cousin also called 911 as Malcolm Fisher was on his way to kill Joey. But there was confusion about her address and she was murdered just minutes later. Joey's husband, Newt Huber, says he's running for commissioner to make the 911 system safer for everyone. I'm Melissa Andrews. The Ohio Supreme Court has ruled that a Sandusky man convicted of a felony can run for office again. Stephen Krause is seeking the House seat in Ohio's 89th district. He's a former state representative who lost his seat in 2015 after a jury convicted him on felony theft charges. A resident in the 89th district filed a lawsuit against the Erie County Board of Elections, saying Krause should not be on the ballot because of this conviction, which has been sealed. The court ruled in Krause's favor, so he'll be on the March primary ballot. And a reminder, the deadline to register to vote in Ohio's primary is February 20th. A former president of the Ohio Senate has died. More from ONN's Dave James. Stan Aronoff, a Cincinnati Republican, passed away yesterday. He served as Senate president from 1989 to 96, but served in the Senate overall for 30 years, from 1967 to 96. Before that, he served six years in the House, starting in 1961. In a statement, Governor Mike DeWine saluted Aronoff for his advocacy of the arts and for being the driving force behind the restoration of the Ohio State House and grounds during his time as Senate president. Stan Aronoff was 91. Dave James on Winning News. And Northeast Ohio is getting a new area code. ONN's Maureen Kyle in Cleveland reports. Phone numbers with the 440 area code are running out. New phone customers will soon be assigned the new area code 436. Anyone who currently has a 440 number will be able to keep it. Locally, the change will affect customers in Cuyahoga, Lorraine, Lake, Geauga, and Ashtabula counties. This takes effect on March 1st. I'm Maureen Kyle. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 